Don't touch that dial. It's the American Grooves Radio Hour with your host, Joe Laurel. Adeste Fidelis, Lady Triumphantis, Venite, Venite in Bethlehem. Not on Vidate, Rejam on Delorum, Venite. Happy Sunday evening, everybody. Joe Lauro here, and welcome to the second holiday broadcast of the American Grooves Radio Hour. And you just heard an extremely rare Bing Crosby recording, and it predates all of his other Christmas recordings, which he really didn't start doing until the late 1930s, early 1940s. Uh, That was a version of the Deste Fideles that he recorded for DECA as a giveaway, a charity giveaway for an orphanage. It was a special pressing, very rare. I got it from the foremost Bing Crosby collector, Mr. John Newton. I hope you're listening, John. Thank you so much. We will be playing more of that recording a little bit later in the broadcast. But now let's move on with something just a little bit different from approximately the same era before World War II, but on a different planet altogether. Thank you. 
speak to you on this subject. Yeah. Will hell be your Santa Claus? Yeah. Will hell mm. be your Santa Claus? Amen. And I want you to sing yeah. our verse on two of this song. Lord, have mercy. Will hell uh, be your Santa Claus? Oh, yes. You are thinking that mm. you're going to get a fine automobile mm. for your Santa Claus. Amen. But hell mm. may be your Santa Claus. Oh, yes. When I look and see mm. men walk in the street with guns in their pockets, oh, yes. women with ice picks yes. in their hands, Amen. young men with dirt mm. in their pockets, oh, and sometimes oh, in their hands. Lord. It tells me oh, that hell oh, will yes. be your standard. Yes, it will. When I see mm, the officers leading you to the police station oh, and on to the big jail, and when I see you fill in the courtroom, oh, yes. and when I hear the jury mm, announce the verdict yeah. of death, oh, when I hear the judge and he mm, sentence you yeah. and say you must die oh, and electric oh, chair on a certain day, it tells me that hell yeah. will be your Santa Claus. If I were you, mm-hmm. I'd check up on my life. Oh, yes, I'd be I like would. the little boy mm-hmm. who got an ad one day yeah. out of a newspaper oh, and he hired to a drugstore. And after he worked there a good while, this little fella called up the oh, drugstore, yeah. asked the man how did he like oh, his boy. Yeah. Man said he liked him all right. Amen. He said, do we give perfect satisfaction? Mm-hmm. The little fella said, I just want to know, do we give perfect satisfaction? Yeah. The man oh, said, yes. Yeah. Then the man said, why are you so confused? The little fella said, I am the yeah. little boy, and I'm just checking up yeah. on myself. I'm telling you to check up oh, yeah. on your life. And you talk about your Santa Claus. Yeah. And you're going to take a trip yeah. to New York, Amen. Philadelphia, oh, and even God. to London. Yeah. But hell oh, may be your yeah. Santa Claus. Amen. If I were you, oh, I'd think Lord. about oh, my soul. Oh, I would think about Jesus. my soul. Don't know. Don't have So sad. How much long, long, how much save me, Lord. Yes, indeed, the mighty Reverend Gates sermonizing will hell be your Santa Claus. I certainly hope not. We have to think about cheerier things than that. But I love that story about the little boy working at the grocery store, at the uh, hardware store, drugstore, whatever it was, calling the boss and asking about himself just to check up to see on how he's doing. And that's what the Reverend says. We got to check up on ourselves, folks, no doubt. And before that, we heard Fiddlin' John Carson and his Virginia Reelers, Christmas time will soon be over, indeed. But we still got a week or more, so let's enjoy it. And we're going to move right on with a little 
ver- early version of one of those Christmas tunes you've heard 20,000 times. This is just about the first recording ever of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. At the North Pole to spend a holiday I called on dear old Santa Claus To see what I could see He took me to his workshop And told his plans to me No, you better watch out You better not cry You better not pout I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town He's making a list Checking it twice Gonna find out who's naughty and nice Santa Claus is coming to town He sees you when you're sleeping He knows when you're awake He knows if you've been good or bad So be good for goodness sake Oh, you better watch out You better not cry You better not pout I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town Watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why, Santa Claus is coming to town. Reeser and his Eskimos with vocal by Tommy Stacks, sounding a bit like Burt Wheeler from Wheeler and Woozy, but it's not. It is Tommy Stacks who sang with Harry Reeser, the great banjoist, for 10 years easily. And Reeser made thousands and thousands of records, either as a banjo player or as a band leader in his own right, under a dizzying array of pseudonyms, including the Blue Kittens, the Bostonians, the Click Club Eskimos, the Nightclub Orchestra, the Four Minstrels, the Hi-Hatters, you know, and many, many, many others. What were some of the others? Oh, gosh. Uh... The Six Jumping Jacks, The Six Hayseeds, Tommy Stacks and his orchestra, The Victorian Syncopators. That's how he made a living, folks. Every record label gave him a different name so he could record for everybody. Harry Reeser, 
Santa Claus is coming to town, the prototype version. Just in the recent weeks, I had the great pleasure of meeting and hanging out a bit with Hank O'Neill. Hank was the owner of the Kiroscuro record label back in the 60s and 70s and recorded so many, so many great jazz artists, including... Joe Venuti and Zoot Sims and and Earl Hines, you name it. He not only that he he's still going strong. He uh, is uh, part of a foundation that gives money to jazz musicians that are down in their luck and helps them out. Does concerts constantly to raise money for his foundation. And he was a pioneer record collector in the. 1950s, up until about 1966, he told me, he collected 78s, went store to store, junk shopping, looking primarily for jazz and some blues records. And um, we spent some time together just recently, and he gave me a Christmas gift, a very obscure record that he put out, I guess in the 70s on his label, little Christmas EP. And this cut, which is totally cool, I've never heard it before, is the great fiddler Joe Venuti and Zoot Sims doing their version of Good King Winstisless. <laughs> About deep and crisp and even, deck the halls with hagen dash, pass it to the fruity, light a candle for all of us, show and show the nooty. Zoot, 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 zoot. all of the Venuti talent and lots of the personality <laughs> and trickery is apparent on that wonderful recording made in the 1970s. It could have been 1934 if you ask me, but Hank was really the last person to embrace 
that great jazz fiddler Joe Venuti and record him on his label. I, I used to buy some of his uh, records. I would find them in the college bookshop, you know, those cutouts. I think they were selling them at the time for $1.99 or something like that. I told Hank that he wasn't exactly very pleased. He said, you're the guys that put me out of business. Everyone paying the $1.99 for my LPs. But hey, I was 19 and I was buying Joe Venuti and Earl Hines records. And I pointed that out to Hank and I guess he understood it. But anyway, it was great being able to hang out with this guy and hear some of his wonderful stories of record collecting and some of the great musicians like Venuti and Zoot Sims, who he bravely recorded at a time when their careers were pretty much at their end. You know, if you listen to the broadcast, we we often play recordings by the great Paul Whiteman Orchestra. And here is something a little special. When Whiteman left the Victor label in 1928, went over to Columbia. They made a big fanfare about it, and he recorded lots and lots of great 10-inch records, but also a couple of special 12-inch longer playing, meaning that they played about four minutes per side, longer playing uh, Columbia Records. And here is a Christmas medley that Whiteman with Bing Crosby and Bix Spiderbeck in the band recorded for the Christmas season of 1928. Thank you. 
But this morning there was a vacancy. No mingling, no jingling toys. No kicking on chicken folks up in the loins. Soon I hear the New Year chimes. That just means more hard times. Bad luck, you're hard to lose. I got the Santa Claus blues. Santa Claus Blues by the mighty Clarence Williams and his Hot Five. That's, of course, very young and fiery. Louis Armstrong playing the cornet and Clarence's wife, Eva Taylor, on vocals. And I believe the saxophone, I mean, the clarinet player is Buster Bailey on that side. It's not Sidney Boucher, who recorded some of those sides around the same time when Louie was there, but that was Buster Bailey, and that was Santa Claus Blues in 1925. Now, um, earlier in the show, I played a portion of that rare Bing Crosby Christmas promo that he did in 1935, some five or six years before he really became synonymous with Christmas songs and recording some of the great classics of all times like White Christmas. So this is another part of that recording that he did for a charity organization on Decca Records. Here is Bing and here is his earliest Christmas recordings. Lift up your heart A thousand fields are shining Fight unto harvest Across the surging sea Clear rings the call, low a world of souls repining. Wait for the tidings of the truth to make them free. The voice of Christ hath roused us from our sleeping. The road he trod, he pleads with us to take. 
God wills it, his fields are ripe for reaping, unto the harvest then, to labor for his By my side, the horse was lean and lank. Uh -huh. Misfortune was his lot. Uh -huh. He got into a drifted bank, and we did get upset. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh! Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh! Go it while you're young, 
Take the girls tonight and sing this playing song. Just get a bobtail bay to 40 for his speed. Then hitch him to an open sleigh and crack you take the lead. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. The Shannon Quartet and their fun version of Jingle Bells from 1928. The Shannon Quartet uh, were really made up of singers that were bigger on phonograph records and more popular, say, 10, 15 years before that recording was made. I believe it included Louis James, Henry Burr, and some of the studio professionals that made thousands of records from like 1908 to about 1925. The Shannon Quartet really were like what you'd consider now to be like a barbershop harmony group. But even at the time, they were singing songs that were, say, 50 years early, you know, older. They were singing songs from the 1890s for the old timers that were buying phonograph records. But anyway, that was their wonderful version of Jingle Bells. It's about the earliest version of that song I've ever heard. If you tuned into our broadcast last week, you heard a portion of one of my favorite sanctified records of all time, and it happens to have a Christmas theme. The Frankie Halfpint Jackson group. Halfpint was a famous Chicago female impersonator, vaudeville singer of body tunes, and he has the great New Orleans cornet trumpet player Punch Miller along for the ride on this wonderful recording, Christ Was Born on Christmas Morn. Why we love him so early on one Christmas morn. 
Yes, indeed. The Cotton Top Mountain Sanctified Singers with Frankie Halfpint Jackson early on one Christmas morn. Jesus Christ, the King was born. 1929, Chicago on the Brunswick label. I was uh, lucky to have been friends with veteran producer at Columbia Records, George Avakian, lived to be a very, very old man. And in the late 1930s, when the collecting of jazz was becoming really, really big, the collecting of jazz recordings. Now, the recordings were only 10 years older than when people began collecting them in the late 30s, pretty much. And George, working at Columbia at the time, went into the vault to see if there was any unissued recordings by Louis Armstrong and some other people. And of course, Bessie Smith was huge at the time. And he found this next track. Bessie Smith, I'd say about 1928 with a band singing a Christmas song, the only Christmas song that Bessie ever really recorded, unissued until George Avakian found the metal stamper and reissued it sometime in the late 30s, early 40s at the Christmas Ball. Bessie Smith. Hey, Bessie, Christmas here.
You shall have 
Just give me some artist, baby. What you want Santa Claus to bring? Just give me some artist, baby. What you want Santa Claus to bring? A good-looking mama like you, she can have most anything. Now if I get that present, baby, you shall be all right with me. Now if I get that present, baby, you shall be all right with me. Because the one that I want is up in your Christmas tree. Well, someone's got the Christmas tree blues. And it happened to be Mr. Charlie Jordan and Verdi Lee recorded for Decca in 1935. Charlie, Gordon, Charlie Jordan famously recorded Keep It Clean in 1930, although there seems to be only about 10 copies on the face of the earth. But it is a great tune that has been revived by many people, including R. Crumb and his cheap suit Serenaders. If you're just tuning in, this is Joe Lauro, and I am the host of American Grooves Radio Hour, which you are listening to right now, and I am on listener-supported only, 88.3 WLIW-FM, and it's a very special time of year, and a time to enjoy the holidays with your friends and your family, and a time for giving, and I mean it. And if you are enjoying the absolutely outstanding programming that is on this station and other NPR stations, whatever your interests are, it's all here. News, music, public affairs, and a crazy show like this playing tracks from the 1920s and 30s off of original 78s. That only is going to happen on public radio. And it's only going to happen locally on WLIW. So it's a perfect time to say thanks. Make a donation because now is a special time. Our board of directors challenge, which that means is every dollar that you donate will be matched up to $100,000. Hey, write a check. (laughs) That would be great. But anyway, this matching gift challenge ends on December 31st. So please donate now and have your donation go twice as far. That's that's pretty generous, if you ask me. So please call us at 800-262-0717. That's 800-262-0717. Or go online to WLIWFM.org. So again, I wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday. And I'm going to leave you with a really obscure recording that was broadcast in Chicago on Christmas Eve, 1928. It's a -a one-of-a-kind surviving disc of a recreation in Chicago of the first Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And here is part one of this broadcast, and we're going to follow it with a little bit of Bing Crosby singing his classic Silent Night, and I wish you all a silent night on Christmas Eve. And we'll be back 
next week. Joe Lauro here. Merry Christmas. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, everyone to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary his espoused wife being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Under a sky bright with many stars, two travelers and their donkey slowly approached the city of Bethlehem, the thud of the animal's hooves, and the tread of the man's steps become lost in the babble of voices and the noise of the town. Many people have come before us, Mary. Yea, many long-parted friends again break bread together and enjoy the sight of each other. Surely there is great joy in Bethlehem tonight. But none know yet of the greatest joy which has come to us. Behold, here is the inn. Whoa, whoa. Oh, what a large dwelling. It is here we will seek lodging for the night. Whoa. I'll call the innkeeper. Ho, innkeeper. Innkeeper! Hey, coming, coming. Good evening. What can I do for thee? Good evening. We have come a long way and are sorely in need of rest. Couldst thou give us lodging? I'm sorry. There is no room here. Is there not some place we can find shelter for the night? Many people are in Bethlehem these days. I have not a vacant place at the inn. But wait. Yonder is a stable with good roof and fresh hay on the floor. If you would stop in Bethlehem, that is all I have to offer. Joseph, that will be well with us. Nay, Mary, it would be too cold for thee. Good, Joseph. It will be a place to rest for tonight. And perhaps tomorrow we can find other lodging. This faithful little beast has carried me far, and he too is weary and hungry and will enjoy the sweet-smelling hay. Very well. We will stop in your stable tonight. Good night, and peace be with thee. Good night, and peace be with thee. Get up, get up. Firstly, Mary, I will make thee comfortable. Then will I feed the beast. He is patient and can wait. But thou art my first concern, and I would thou were at ease. Yeah.
Yeah. Mm-hmm. 